0: Hello, and welcome to the Vigilante Book Club. We won't be reading a chapter from our book this week, cause life. But we will be back next week with a whole new episode. But I happen to be going through storage, so to speak, and found the first recording we ever made together. It's pretty rough, we have no idea what we are doing, and we never intended to release it. But we had a lot of fun, and it inspired us to keep going and eventually make the podcast you now listen to. It's just about a full year since we recorded it, and I thought I would share it with you all this week. You're going to hear us fail at introductions, struggle for rhythm, and generally be dorks. You're also going to hear the origin story of how we first made contact with Menace of the Saucers. I hope you enjoyed this little walk down memory lane, and we'll see you again next week for a brand new episode of the Vigilante Book Club. My name's Kayvon.
1: Hi there. My name is Karen.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. It was going to be very brief, very brief introduction. I'm not even, not even doing last names. You're not the leader anymore. My name's
2: anymore. De-, I'm De-, I'm De. I think I'm.
0: Uh-huh. The, I think we've got it. That's good. There. Uh, we've we've found our magic. Yeah. The rhythm is so natural between yeah. the three of us. It's instincts. Organic. Yeah. Instincts. It's really organic. Yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah, try that again. Yes, my name is Kayvon. Uh, I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, and I'm happy huh. to be here. <laughs> I wasn't done <laughs> <laughs> I thought
1: you were done.
2: When will this asshole shut up?
1: <laughs> the last time I was too late, so I was nervous. Okay, this time, do, start from the beginning. I'm listening. No,
0: that's it. I'm done. It's your turn. <laughs>
1: I want the whole thing again.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Kayvon. I'm in Vancouver, <laughs> British Columbia.
1: Hi, my name is Farron and I'm in Edmonton, Alberta.
2: Hello, my name is Andrew, and I am in <laughs> Calgary, Alberta. And this is in the Vigilante this is the Vigilante Book Club. <laughs> You're done, Drew. You don't get more than us. i'm six foot four brown hair blue green eyes depending on who you're talking to if i'm feeling emotional that day or it's not a (laughs) i saw you ad in a newspaper
0: sorry (laughs) oh Oh, shit (laughs) yeah i gotta go uh yes this is the vigilante book club this is our pilot uh program uh It's obviously going wonderfully well. I don't think we'll... I think we'll release it. We're going to try out some ideas of reading, uh, going through a story together. Um, This is uh, not the beginning. What we're going to be working with is Vijay Santiago's The Vigilante, book one, New York, An Eye for an Eye. But for today, we're just going to test out uh, how we sound together, Um, obviously finding the smooth rhythm we found in the intros throughout this yeah uh, it's going very well I, I i
2: yeah i think we've got sponsorship deals knocking already <laughs> if you have any questions you can write us at vigilantebookclub at gmail.com did you get it really i actually did <laughs>
1: that's amazing <laughs> wow
2: i was like i woke up in the middle of the night and i was like oh, we've got to get the the email address that's very- vigilante
0: book club at gmail yeah, uh, maybe just like context. Uh, how how you, how do you two? You, I know you two know each other the longest. That's
2: right. We've known each other for nineteen years. Oh, yeah, N- uh, yeah, nineteen years. Two thousand and one. Yeah, uh, yeah, two thousand and one in August. So you're at We've... more than half of your lives. Yeah, we're yeah. almost done. <laughs> That's true. No, <laughs> I've yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we met in theater school in Edmonton. And became fast friends, mostly doing what uh, we have only done thus far in this pilot episode, is just giggle and make Mm -hmm. jokes.
1: Yeah, within moments. Like, literally within moments, we had uh, clicked into this idea that we shared the exact same sense of humor. And we were creating jokes that literally nobody but us could enjoy.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's our actual gift and i think that will show very well on this podcast
1: (laughs) yeah
0: i'm starting to wonder about my selection process of finding (laughs) two peoples whose niche market is just each other just each other (laughs) yeah so we'll see how Uh, the pilot does and of course i know you both from traveling to your province of alberta to work with you in the theatrical world and mm-hmm. uh, I've outstayed my welcome in Vancouver, and no one will uh, hang out with me or let me read to them. So that's why I continue <laughs> to reach out to you in Alberta. Uh, no, because I, I love you both deeply, and um, this is—I couldn't have thought of better people to um, share story with. So you both. Make and we're me... sort
2: of still in the honeymoon
0: phase of our friendship. So it's probably... yeah. Well, compared to your guys's uh, whatever. Uh, Ltr, 20, almost 20 years you're like on golden pond will be the show you do in a few years together <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah yeah i'm i'm very new i'm the i'm like if you guys it's like it's like you've been a long-term marriage and now you've started opening things up a little bit and
1: i'm yeah, the we're,
2: guest star we're bringing in a third yeah
1: we want to just keep it fresh and keep the fire active yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah you seem like the best choice because you asked us first
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. i propositioned you uh uh, and I'm going to do my best to make sure that no
2: one feels like they're getting more attention than the other. Thank you. You know that's, you. The, that's the way that things go wrong. Farron <laughs> and I have both spent a lot of time being only children. I've spent it longer than him, but we both appreciate that only child attention.
0: I'm also... What, what do you mean by... A, like? Did you have a late baby come into your life as a sibling? Yeah, my little brother's
1: uh, almost 11 years younger than I am.
0: My little sister is a 12-year gap.
1: Oh, wow. Look at that.
2: Yep. Wow. They should date.
1: Okay, I'll. uh,
2: (laughs) Other people, but (laughs) what's your brother do?
1: Uh, He is studying um, to be a pastor.
0: Oh no! Never mind. (laughs) My sister. She's into the sciences. It'd never work out.
1: I'd like to see that.
0: uh, I'd like to see that culture clash. I'd like to see what comes of that. That's a great sitcom. Very Dharma and Greg. You know, like totally a man of God and a woman of science trying to make it work.
1: But can the, can the set up for the entire sitcom be three guys creating a podcast set up, their younger <laughs> siblings, to see what happens when yeah. science and religion clash?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So actually, this yeah. is the show is just, we never meet the brother or the sister. <laughs> yeah. All of their adventures are relayed through three men talking about it on a podcast. Oh, well, one I of look forward has to the no understanding song. of siblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, their voice is just like, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Wow. That's right. <laughs> 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 okay so i feel like somehow uh, he's the favorite you you and you are our favorite um i feel like we should move into uh, uh, uh more in the uh, arena that we are gathered for as a as a book club sure um and we are of course know what we're going to eventually read but i've, I've gathered three uh i what i hope are just winners uh to test out um, some live cold readings and, and response. And what I want to do is I've got three in front of me. I'm going to give you titles as well as their teaser blurb. I'm going to give you all three, and then I want to let you two decide what uh, what we'll read.
1: Okay. Awesome. Okay.
0: So the first, uh, the first book I've got in front of me is called Menace of the Saucers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's, it, it was written
2: by Iondo Binder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, here we are. It's uh, like a person who just, like, looked at the things in their room <laughs> to create a pseudonym. <laughs>
0: Okay, I've got you for Binder. Please tell me what he saw when he came up with (laughs) Yondo.
2: I feel like, so I guess it would be a mix of someone like sounding out a name and then just saying what they see. So it would be like, my name is Yondo. Binder. Garbage bin. (laughs) He's also British. He
0: talks about a bin. Absolutely. No, he's Welsh. Yeah, that's what the first name if he's Welsh makes a lot of sense for me. (laughs) And then you hear the discovery. Yeah, like, sir, your book's ready for release. What's your name? Binder. Yeah. Perfect. Inner liner here, in bold, ship from outer space. Thane caught his breath. The object rapidly enlarged into a clear-cut shape. Ellipsis. Of two pie plates stuck together, it divided at supersonic speed. Ellipsis, without a sound. It suddenly made a hundred degree turn, level with the ground. Ellipsis, without slowing down. It came to an abrupt stop in midair. It hovered there. Ellipsis, rocking gently. (laughs) It changed from orange to blue to white. Without making a sound. <laughs> well, we can only assume. It's still making not making sounds. Yeah. So that is the teaser for Eondo Binder's Menace of the Saucers.
1: Um, can I tell you something? Uh, Eondo yes. Binder... Is a nonsense. Uh, it, it is. It isn't as nonsensical a nom de plume as it seems. The real authors were Earl and Otto Binder.
0: Okay, so I was. Uh. Thank God you're reading something. I thought, does Farron say nom de plume <laughs> on a regular basis? <laughs> and I didn't know.
1: Yeah,
0: you misunderstand. <laughs> I just thought you've been sitting on us, making fun of his name and sounding out his name and saying Binder. <laughs>
1: The, you, whole the whole time I knew.
0: Yeah, actually, I <laughs> numb the flu. <plum. laughs>
2: Gentlemen, please I think stop. You'll Gentlemen, fight.
1: please.
2: <laughs> We've got. He you is my father.
1: <laughs> I'm <am> Eondo.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm <am> Yondo <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Okay,
0: anyway. that's our first. That's our first choice. Clearly, right. a fan favorite already. Okay. Yeah. This second one is titled The Duplicated Man. Mm. Uh, we've got two writers' names here. They did not jam their names together in nonsense. Uh, their names are James Blish and Robert <laughs> Lounds. Why is Blish
1: a name? <laughs> Well, come on. That's a funny yeah. name. Blish?
0: Blish. And Yowns? Lounds. <laughs> oh, that's better. Yeah. Blish is like Blish, but instead of blush, it's an eye.
2: Yeah, I imagine how it's spelled, and it's comic no matter how it is. Yeah, okay. So here's Unless the, it was like, like a TCH. Then I'd be like, oh, it's a German man. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe it could have been. You don't know the backstory. A lot of people
0: anglicize those names to still sound like they're supposed to, but they get rid of... Like, if I prene- if you look at my name, there's like three H's there that no one knows what to do with. If I right. had been... Uh,
2: Anglicize it. I'd
0: remove all the H's so everyone can move on with their life. Right.
2: <laughs> Only the first H is the problem because you you pronounce the sh comfortably. Okay, well you don't have. But to the first th- one l- probably throws thing. people off. Yeah, the first
0: H is hard because it, it was the way we always said it was Koshkam. But <laughs> if you were in a, Iran or or tried to be Iranian, you'd say the h sound. It would be Koshkam. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing bothers me. Well, that's your Italian showing. It's the Roman in you. Oh, it's my Italian show.
2: I thought this was a podcast, not a video. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Oh, no. You're all live feeding. Drew, you should wear pants next time. Oh, no. My British is showing. (laughs) It's tiny and it smells bad.
1: Or turn the mic away from your lower body.
2: (laughs) I record through my penis. That's normal, right? Oh, Jesus. Doing very
0: well here. All right. So, duplicated man. Here's the blurb. Paul Danton was a member of a subversive political party which had an answer. Make peace with Venus. Mm. But the only way to peace was through the overthrow of security. And Danton had found the one weapon which would make security's fall possible. The long-forgotten duplication machine. It had been well forgotten, for a machine which could make up to five duplicates of any living person was too dangerous to have around. But now, what if the top members of security were kidnapped briefly, and then, suddenly, there were five of each? No government could endure such chaos. Wow. And so to be clear here, a security is being written in capital S. So I don't <coughs> believe it's the concept of security. This this is some sort of group <laughs> called it's a group. security. Yeah, it's, And they're so it's good like, at what
1: they do, they forgot about a duplication machine.
2: Yes. Yeah. But the long forgotten.
1: How the hell do you forget about that?
2: And if there's too many of them, they're
0: that they're 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 it's like too much of a good thing. <laughs> yeah. You would want too many
2: of them. We would have no, 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 too no. much security. <laughs> yeah. Oversecure. That's well. That's I air. feel fantastic. Something's wrong. <laughs> well, that's that's the, exactly the airport
0: experience. You know, at first when we got scared in the early two thousands and they started up in the security, we were all like, "Oh, okay, good. We won't go down." Uh, but that now you just—it's too much, and I actually—it makes me more anxious. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. It's gone the other way. I, I, I go, I, I. It's too much. And now I'm worried about everybody around me and my, myself. Do you ever, ever have that experience? You get in a line for something and you go, oh, I did it. Right, I, every time. I did this. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I
1: walk through airport security, I'm actually concerned and I have no reason to be. And I think that wh- I, I might get to the other side and realize I had done something or carried something with me I shouldn't have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Or I'm about yeah. to, you know. I, yeah. I start going through a bag. They pull you aside. You go, oh, well, I've been busted. I, they found out. And then I'm like, yeah. guess I'm a drug mule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess, guess I'm I, a drug mule. Yeah, I was definitely taking this plan for playing for a ride today. And our third. I guess I'm a drug mule by
1: Eondor Blish.
0: <laughs> oh, now you're just, you're going too far with the world. That's That, that person couldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. That, come on, Farren. That, now that's if Yondor <laughs> had never seen the binder and just continued to muddle his way through it. Now. <laughs> yeah, Yana that's right. Blish. I'm sorry. Was that Yondor Blish? Yep. Gazuntite. <laughs> uh, this final one here is an interesting. I believe, actually, somewhat famous. I've come to understand. Uh, it is called the Vanishing Corpse, mm-hmm. and this is mm-hmm. uh, it's it's written by Ellery Queen. Mm-hmm. But Ellery Queen. ...is also the name of the character. Oh, wow. But it's two writers who... Actually, let's just give you a little history about Ellery Queen. In the late 1920s, two young men, Frederick Danae and Manfred Lee, pooled their efforts to create one of the most enduring characters in detective fiction, Ellery Queen. For added mystification, they also chose the queen name as their pseudonym for their novels of Ellery's adventures. So they've given this
2: illusion that this detective is writing their own stories.
1: Okay, right.
2: it's like right. the the what is that the dog in the nighttime the the curious incident the book, of the dog in the curious nighttime. Curious incident. <clears throat> yeah.
0: What was really was uh, the author name
2: the same as the character? No, mm, oh, but it's because it's written. I, I had a girlfriend who read it and then was like, "This kid is an incredible writer. He's so gifted." <laughs> She's and never then, read like, fiction looked... before in her life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I think because of the like, uh, the you know the the way the story begins is that like they've been told to write this book. <clears throat> it does have a an author's name, <laughs> and it is not the the kid's name. It's not Christopher's name. But she was like, ah, man, this kid's amazing, about halfway through the book, and then read the back folder to, like, read about this kid, and it was just, like, a 40-year-old man, or whoever it is that wrote that (laughs) novel, and uh, she stopped reading it. She's like, I'm done. I'm never reading this again. I'm so betrayed.
0: (laughs) She really— She betrayed
2: herself. She does not understand the concepts of fiction.
0: That these I, people I don't exist, and this is a story they made. <laughs> yeah. I guess Are we able to have her as a
1: special fun. guest on I, the
0: show? I, 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 she's one of these people, <laughs> I imagine, who always thought every
2: movie was a documentary. <laughs>
0: right,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't Lord believe the they yeah, yeah. They completely <laughs> stopped those aliens. Thank yeah. God for Will Smith, and he's just an actor. And so why did they stop making the DeLorean time machine?
0: <laughs> well, I think that's fairly clear. That's fairly clear if you've seen part three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we are, Ellery Queen, written uh, "The Vanishing Corpse" uh, in in bold, followed by an ellipsis. Girl trap. Ooh. That was the title of the short story Nikki Porter was writing as she sat in the gloomy waiting room. But within minutes, Nikki was confronted with a corpse in a locked room and the only key was in the dead man's pocket. Now Nikki was really in a girl trap,
2: and only Ellery Queen could get her out. I don't understand the plot of that. Uh, She found herself locked in a room with a dead body and uh, fancifully figured out the only key to get out was in the pocket of the dead man's, or person's, attire. Well, this is, this, this is a fantastic teaser. You're left with so many questions. Intrigued. Too
0: many, one po- might one ask. One might ask, ad- yeah. It is a quick jump. It's, she's sitting there. She's writing a short story in a, in a waiting room, and then a couple minutes pass, and she's it, dead guy, locked door, keys in the dead guy's pocket
1: yeah i'm i'm intrigued by the sexist potential of two men coming together to create a female pseudonym who writes a book called girl trap
0: <laughs> oh oh this is interesting ellery oh, is a yeah. man
1: <clears throat> oh oh okay i now i'm <laughs> now i'm really intrigued
2: now i'm mad <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just angry now i'm angry <laughs> yeah
0: okay 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 so we've had that's what we have we have Menace of the Saucers by our favorite writer Eon Le Binder and uh, <laughs> The Duplicated Man by Mr. Blish and Mr. Lounds, and the fictional creation of Ellery Queen writing as Ellery Queen in The Vanishing Corpse
2: I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I am still very drawn to the, the fanciful description of what, what a UFO looks like The,
0: you, the two pie, pie uh, pots first jammed one. together?
2: Yeah, and the the sort of unnecessary description of how things moved and then immediately stopping without slowing down and then immediately stopped.
1: Yeah, for me that that uh, that particular story wins based on on Eondor's name. I'm I want to see more of uh, of Eondor and feel a bit well, of what uh, Eondor has to
0: offer. I'll, you're already saying it wrong. You're adding an R. It's Eondor. Mm-hmm. Yondo. Oh, Yondo binder. We still have so much to learn. Now I like. Yeah. To, I'd like to say that it's a little more exotic and and not go with the bland binder. And I'd like to go with Yondo <laughs> binder.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I I think that's a very good addition to this. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Actually, did you ever see that
0: show growing up? Uh, Keeping up appearances. Yes. There was a, a Mrs. Bucket, but she was mm-hmm. in, she was Mrs. Bouquet.
1: <laughs> that's right that's Yes, right.
0: this is Mr. Binder Mr. Binder are we ready to read the first chapter of Venice of the Saucers yes okay, is anybody, because we're in a pilot I can edit this later, does anybody need a bathroom or a break do I need a bathroom, a bathroom, bathroom or, or a break, break. <laughs> but, no break. <laughs> <laughs> but no break bathrooms are not breaks, they're work
1: <laughs> <laughs> i need to, to take work. a bathroom I'm okay,
0: okay. I'm fine also Chapter one, Thane Smith's rented summer cabin gave him the peace and quiet he needed for his freelance writing...